Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do, Nat. And this week we're going to need it. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because we all need to know about this. Yes. Even us who this was not applicable to directly. Right. It's important that we know about it. Yes. Because I never understood. I mean, I understood it was a crisis, but never knew like what's going on. Right. What is the crisis? Right. We're talking... Student student loans. loans. How student loans work. What are student loans? The types of student loans. How to avoid accruing student debt. And ways to pay down your student debt if you do have it. Yes. We are here for you. This is a yes. long time coming, this episode. All these really like dense ones we always put off until we're like, we have we to have do to it. We have to do it. So if you're driving your car right now and you're like, I don't know. Stick with us. We're your friends. Yes. We're holding your hand. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We're drinking wine. And once we research, I guess, we're always like, oh, we get it. Yeah. I feel so empowered. I feel so much more empowered and knowledgeable. Yeah. So here we are. And at the end of the episode, we are playing Unpopular Opinion. Opinion. Still need a song. Let's see. I'm going to just intro our wine. Yeah. What are we drinking? We're drinking the Garzon Albarino. Wow, that was really impressive. Reserva 2021. Obviously, it's Spanish in some... Oh, it's from Uruguay. Okay. Okay. Latin America. It's a white wine. It says it's uh, paired well with cod, citrus prawn salad, or traditional grilled seafood. I think I'm really going to like this. I am excited to try it. Okay. It looks a little like um, sparkly. Effervescent. Yes. So you said you had something you wanted to tell me or tell our listeners? Oh, I just had the craziest fucking dream last night. Oh, God. I've been having insane dreams recently. I wonder why. I have no idea. And last – you were there. Mm. It was you, me. I can't remember. It was like one of my friends from high school, this guy that I never speak to anymore. It was like a random assortment. Okay. And we were on a campground and – dinosaurs had come back oh and we had to like giving jurassic park (laughs) it was really giving and we had to like flee for our lives like running oh like i felt like a dog you know when when their dreams and they're like (laughs) like running that's how i felt in my dream and then all of a sudden that was over and you me our friend taylor and somebody else but i'm not i can't remember now we're at a jamba juice Mm. I love Jamba Juice. That is a place you would find me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I had a Jamba Juice with Chris Pratt, which I guess Jurassic must have Park. came from Jurassic yeah, yeah, Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like I was watching it recently. You know what I mean? It's so bizarre. But we were like friends with him, and he was like, oh, I got a secret. Like, I have a secret for oh, you guys. Uh, did oh, you pull stick out? No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And he was like, I'm going to ask Jenny to marry me. And we were yeah. like... Oh, cool. Then Jenny Slate walks in. Oh. And so then we are part of their wedding, which was an obstacle course. Interesting. And that's all I remember. Oh, my God. That's a lot to remember. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, this is so – I have 
absolutely no idea. The wedding what obstacle have you been course. Watching? What have you been watching that maybe prompted? I haven't been watching anything, honestly. YouTube videos. Um. Oh, oh, I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it wouldn't make sense. I was watching a documentary on what will happen when Queen Elizabeth dies. Oh. Which honestly <laughs> is going to be crazy. Oh, really? Because isn't oh, yeah. it just Will? No, it's, oh, it's his dad. It, it's it's uh, Charles, Charles, who everybody hates. Yeah, but he cannot live much longer. Charles? What is he? He's like 70-something, but she's like 100. He looks terrible for 70-something. <laughs> That's what happens with karma. You he know looks what I mean? jiggity-jacked. <laughs> well, I watched the – there's a new Diana documentary on HBO, and it was like showing all the British people that were like, we hate Charles, like – they really hate him for what he did because he did Diana so scandalous. Wow. They do not want him to be king. Like, full-blown do not. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah. Interesting. So anyways, also, like, they have to redo the money. They have to – I mean, it's crazy. Oh, because her face is printed her on all the money? Is, yeah. Jesus. It's a whole thing. Well, hopefully she'll hold out. Maybe she'll be the oldest person alive. That, I would love that for her. Why not? She's 99 now, right? 96. Oh, 96. Same age as my grandma. How? They're just kicking it here. Quaints. Just two quaints. Just two quaints. <laughs> one literal, one metaphorical. Okay, now let's get into student loans and yes. why we chose the topic because it is so important to know about. Right. Well, here we are. Summer's coming to a close, which means school is back in sesh. And a lot of times going back to school can feel like a fresh start. But when it comes to college, it might start to feel like more of a setback. We were both super fortunate to not have any student loan debt, but we know it is a absolutely major crisis, not only here in the U.S., but also in the U.K., Canada, and Australia. And just because something does not affect you directly does not give you the permission to not know anything about yes. it. Okay, you so we're out here edu- edumacating Edumacating. Because there are a lot of factors and confusing terms And so we were like, let's just break it down. Yeah. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. So what are some facts about student loans? Okay. Well, according to our baby daddies over at Pew Research Center. What if one day we got to go to the Pew Research Center? Where is it? I don't know. We we, really should. I feel like it would be like. Is the 1975 (laughs) playing nearby? Probably. That that would be a probably with our luck. (laughs) So here are some facts. About one-third of adults under the age of 30 – now, this is for the United States Mm -hmm. as a preface – have student loan debt. Young college graduates with student loans are more likely to report struggling financially than those without loans. Student debt has more than doubled since 2008. However, the number of students attending college and taking out loans has actually decreased, meaning that the interest rates on student loans has gone up steadily. In 1989, only 8% of households had a member of the family with student loan debt, but 30 years later in 2019, that number was 41%. Mm, yeah. That's a lot. This college has gotten less and less affordable. True. And less and less necessary, honestly. Yeah, depending on the field, yeah. Yeah. You can learn a lot on YouTube. You really can. (laughs) You really can. I learned so much. Compared with young adults who don't have student debt, student loan holders are less upbeat about the value of their degree. It's being held over their head. Right. They're chained to it. Right. And they're like, what what did this even get me? Yeah. 
And final fact here, about a third, it's 36% of those aged 25 to 39 with at least a bachelor's degree and outstanding student loan debt say that the lifetime financial costs of their degree outweigh the benefits. By comparison, 15% of young college graduates without student loans say the lifetime costs outweigh the benefits. So it's a much smaller group. And as you were saying all that, I was just thinking, I wanted to look it up. What is the average amount of student debt in the U.S.? Yeah, what is it? The median debt amount in 2021 was between 20000 and 25000 And then I saw this TikTok. I wonder how long that – is that like the initial? Well, that's the average. That's people who have started to pay it off, okay. people who just had it. So it's like, you know, maybe they had 40000 but now right. like the average of every, everyone's still trying to pay it off. Right. But then I was watching this TikTok and it was these – and this is where – your degree really matters, medical students. Yes. And they were all graduating and they were like, when you graduate, how far in debt will you be? $500,000. Half a million. In student debt. They all were like in between $400,000 and $500,000. guy was $550,000 in student debt. And they are paying to learn how to heal us. Right. And what? we pay them by – that's why my sister and brother-in-law moved to Australia to be doctors over there because they were like, we will never pay them off here. I mean, doctors eventually do get paid very well and, like, you, right. can, you can pay it off, but it's just still, like huh? – It's still insane. It's just insane that we Why do are that. these people who are eager to help others and learn and sacrifice so much time of their life paying – Anyways. And they're in school for so long. They're in school for, like, 15 years. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God. But let's get a little definition here. What, by definition, is a student loan? So, yeah, a student loan is a type of loan used to pay for post-secondary education and is repaid over time. And there are two types of student loans, federal and private. Okay, can you break – are we going to break these down? We're going to break it down. Okay. And we're going to start with federal student loans. So these loans are available through the U.S. Department of Education. Okay. You must submit a free application for federal student aid, also known as a FAFSA. Mm -hmm. FAFSA. The FAFSA. Yes, to access them. And most federal student loans, with the exception of PLUS loans, do not require a credit check, which becomes a big deal down the line, and we'll explain why not having a credit check is very beneficial. Okay. Um, their interest rates also aren't credit-based. They're set by federal law and are typically lower than private loan rates. Okay. But even if you don't want to go through like a, a federal student loan, submitting the FAFSA gives you opportunity to receive federal grants, work-study funds, and loans that can make it possible to afford college. Many state higher education agencies and schools will use your FAFSA to distribute financial aid too. So sometimes you just have to submit the application. And even if you want financial aid through your school, they'll use that application. Yeah, I remember doing that. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I well, I didn't have to do this. So it's, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So if you don't know what an interest rate is, because we like to do a little uh, ding, 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 this is going to be the rate that you're going to pay back on your loan. It can be anywhere from 2% up to 8% or even higher, depending on what's going on. But let's (sighs) also get into private student loans. If you don't want to go the federal route. Yeah. Okay, so private loans, that's actually something you'd have to do research on yourself to see what the best interest rates are. 
So you'll have to apply to several different lenders like banks and financial institutions. For example, some of the private student loan institutions are Ascent, Sally Mae. Remember Sally Mae? That was a whole other episode. (laughs) That was Fannie Mae. Oh, Sally Mae. Sally Mae is a student loan institution, but Fannie Mae is the mortgage woman. Right. Okay. You guys can go back and listen to that if you were curious about mortgage loans. Why do we name them? What's May? What is May? I think they're trying to make them seem friendly and like approachable as they like fuck you. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Other institutions are College Ave and Earnest. So they offer student loans at different interest rates based on credit history. So that's the big thing is that they do credit checks and federal does not. Does not. Okay. It's important to note that for FAFSA, you do not need proof of credit history. Now, most people who are applying for student loans won't have credit history. So that means if you're applying for a private student loan, you'll probably need a co-signer, which will probably be your parent. And if that parent has good credit, you'll get a lower interest rate. But if they don't, But if they don't... You could be fucked. It's true. And also, this is part of the systemic problem with the whole thing because it shouldn't be based on your parents. It also shouldn't be based on credit if you're 18 years old and you never had a credit card. It's insane. Some of these kids are 17. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how could it it possibly be based on your credit history when you're a child? It really makes... You don't have a... I mean, like, most kids don't have a car loan. I don't think you can get one. No. So that's what I'm saying. It's, the whole thing it's whack. Already, it already starts off whack. <sighs> All right. Well, let's talk about the types because there are actual types of loans. Yeah. So the first type of loan is the direct subsidized loan. So they are available to undergraduate students based on financial need. The amount you qualify for depends on your year in school and whether you're considered financially independent from your parents. Okay. So these loans are subsidized by the government, meaning interest doesn't accrue while you're in school or during periods of deferment, but it does begin to accrue when you graduate or you drop below half-time status. So that interest rate you're getting, it's not being applied while you're in school. Right, because how are you going to pay it you're in school? Right. So that's when the government decides, like, okay, we'll we'll pause it. Whatever rate you get, it'll be paused until after you graduate. Right. And that's also what deferment – like, if you're like, oh, I'm going to go get a graduate program, that's deferring it. Yeah. 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 But this is usually for families who are making under $50,000 a year. And the reason they do this is because you've demonstrated the financial need. In your FAFSA, they're going to see what your family is making, net worth, you know, like things like that. So the government would determine that you need the financial aid to attend college and they would pay the interest for your loan for the duration of those four years. So they're like on celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> Those are so inaccurate. So I went on mine. What did it say I was worth? It was like didn't it say our podcast makes like eighty thousand dollars or something crazy? I don't know what it said, but I think it says like (laughs) Corinne Fox is worth a hundred million dollars. I'm like, huh? That would be absolutely fabby. What? But where is this information? Right? Right? Anyways, so there's more types of loans, right? Yes, yes. So then there's the direct unsubsidized loan. This is available to undergraduate, graduate, and professional students regardless of financial need. Since these loans are unsubsidized, interest accrues during all periods of you having it. 
If you get a direct unsubsidized loan by federal government standards, you'd haven't proven that there is a a financial need for your loan. So this is a bit arbitrary because a family could be making $100,000 and still really need it depending on a million different situations. Yeah, so the whole thing is like, oh, well, if you make under $50,000 for a family, like you deserve a subsidized loan. But people who make way more than that and have five kids or whatever, they're taking care of an ill, like all different reasons why maybe $100,000 wouldn't stretch you to be able to pay for your kids. In this economy? $100,000? Exactly. So it's like, what's happening here? Another type of loan is the direct plus loans available to graduate and professional students and parents of dependent undergraduate students to cover costs that other financial aid doesn't. For for instance, if you receive some subsidized or unsubsidized loans but need more money to fill in the funding gap, you could opt for a direct plus loan. And if you get a plus loan, a credit check is required. So if your parents are going to cover the cost of college, they'd take out these loans. Just know that your parents are going to get a much higher interest rate than if you took out a loan out in your name. Why Why do you think it's called plus? It's just like... I don't know. You know what I was thinking of? This is totally... Kind comfort of a, plus. Yeah, the like, yeah, comfort plus. But then also I was doing um, something and I was like, read about our clean plus standards. And I was like... I think people just put plus yeah. next to things and make it seem better. Am I doing this right? Plus. Right? <laughs> you kind of maybe paid yeah. $2.99 for that. I know. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, it's not a bad marketing strategy. <laughs> and finally, a direct consolidation loan. This option lets you combine multiple federal student loans into one loan with a single loan servicer and interest rate. This can extend your repayment term, lowering your monthly bill, but could mean paying more in interest over time. So if you have like a subsidized loan and I'm subsidized and you're going to be like, I just want to pay one thing. Yeah. You could do this, but then also you might get a higher interest rate to do all that. Right. And just so you guys know, all of these types of loans are federal loans. Yes. These aren't through the private institution. Private's a whole nother That's a whole nother a ball whole nother game. ball game. But let's go into the pros and cons of both. Yeah, so there are quite a few pros for taking out a federal loan, though obviously taking out a loan in general is never really a pro. Right. It's never something we're really excited about and we don't want for you guys. Right. But if you have to, here are some pros. So one Federal student loans offer access to direct loan forgiveness programs such as public service loan forgiveness and teacher loan forgiveness. If you qualify for any of these programs, you could end up having tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt forgiven once you meet the requirements. Okay. Another pro of federal student loans are few to no credit requirements. Most federal student loans don't require a credit check at all, which makes sense because you probably don't have credit history. So that that doesn't really help you at all. Another pro of the federal student loan is that they're generally cheaper. For most students, federal student loans are likely cheaper than private student loans. This is especially true for undergraduate students who don't have a stable source of income or a long credit history. Which that makes sense. Right. Because they're students. Right. Right. Children. (laughs) They're children. Children. 
Another pro of federal student loans is access to income-driven repayment plans. So the Department of Education offers several income-driven repayment plans, which can reduce your monthly payment to as little as 10% of your discretionary income. And if you end up struggling to make your monthly payments, these plans could be a huge lifesaver down the Mm. line. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a, a more protection in yeah. a federal student loan than the private because the private people can. They can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yes, but there are cons to yes. federal loans. Yes. Okay, so co- some cons here. Number one, loan limits. Undergraduate students are limited in how much they can borrow, which may require them to ultimately turn to a private student loan to bridge the gap. There's also upfront fees. The federal government charges an upfront loan fee on all of its loan products. The fee is relatively low for undergraduate students, but high for graduate and professional students as well as for parents. What's the name of that one? We Remember we looked it up, the name of this fee? Oh, God. It starts with an O. Yes. Oh, it does. Oh. <laughs> it's basically like the fee that they take. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That the yeah. person that like fills out your paperwork is like, now you got to give me money. I know, but what's it? Okay, anyways, if you guys see this fee, we did tell you yes, about it. Yes, it starts with an O. It does okay. start with an O. <laughs> the third con is that there's no choice of servicer. When you apply for federal student loans, the Department of Education assigns a loan servicer to you automatically. If you have a bad experience, you can consolidate your loans with another servicer, but the consolidation process can impact your access to certain benefits and protections. Okay. So let's do uh, pros of pri- pros of private loans. Private pros of private pow. Pros of private loans. Well, one, you can get higher loan amounts. Loan limits can vary from lender to lender, but you can generally get up to the total cost of attendance, giving you more borrowing power than with the federal government. Also, like it's not just the cost of attendance. It's like also you have to live. At right. School. It's so much. It's, it's so, so much. much money. Yeah. Another pro of private loans is the chance for low interest rates. If you are a graduate or professional student or a parent, it is possible to get a lower interest rate through a private lender than through the federal government if you have excellent credit. Okay. Sometimes a rate three or four percentage points lower than the federal rate. But if you're an undergrad, if you're a child, that's not the case. That's really if you're a a parent with amazing credit. (laughs) Right. Another pro of a private loan is that there's no upfront fees, like we just said, with the federal loan. Private lenders typically don't charge upfront loan fees on private student loans, giving you savings right off the bat. Right. So they're like, hey, you don't have to uh, give us an upfront fee, but we might fuck you over in the end. Right. We'll decide later. (laughs) Yeah. And so what are those cons of private loans? Yeah. So like we were talking about lack of protections, private lenders don't offer student loan forgiveness programs, and most of them don't offer income-driven repayment plans. You may be able to get on a forbearance plan if you end up struggling financially, But options for lowering your monthly payment on a permanent basis are scarce. Yeah, you're like locked in for life. And also they've got high interest rates. Because private loans require a credit check, people with no credit history or a low credit score may end up with a more expensive loan than what federal government offers. And that's if you qualify for the private loan in the first place. Yeah. So, you know. Make a choice that's right for you. Yes, yes, You know yes. what I mean? So because people are like 18 and doing this, 
this can be dangerous, right? Like getting a loan can be dangerous. Yeah, like you want to just be very aware of, of how loans work and how they can go wrong because they do go wrong. And yeah. one of the worst things about student loans is the fact that you'll always pay more than you originally borrowed yeah. thanks to interest. And I think I, I could imagine a lot of kids wouldn't understand that, right? right? Like you wouldn't understand. According to 2017 research from New America, the average interest rate across all student loans is 5.8%. But that can vary depending on the type of loan that you take out. So that's how much you're paying more on your loan every, every year. year. And I mean, in like the worst case scenarios, you can't ever pay down your... No, it just, it's like you got a $30,000 degree and you're paying like $200,000 for it. Yeah. So it's like really, really doing your research to make and like calculating it out kind of. Yeah. Based on like what you project your income to be in the future. I mean, it, it, it's impossible to do with a 17 year old, but um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Another reason that student loans can be dangerous is because if you don't make your payment on time, then your loan becomes delinquent. There's generally a grace period of 15 days before borrowers will be faced with any late fees. But if the loan is still delinquent after 270 days, then it goes into default. What is that? And once your loan goes into default, there are many consequences, including losing eligibility for additional federal student aid. Your wages will be garnished, meaning your employer may be required to withhold some of your pay and send it to the loan holder to repay the loan. Oh, my God. Most importantly, your debt-to-income ratio is, like it sounds, the percentage of debt that you owe compared with your income. So the more of your income that's spent on debt payments, the higher your debt-to-income ratio will be. Ideally, this ratio should be under 36%. If it's much higher, it could affect your ability to get another loan down the road. For example, when applying for a home loan, debt-to-income ratio is one of the major factors that determine eligibility. Yeah. So like when I was applying for my loan for my mortgage, they looked at like, how much debt do you have? How yeah. much like are you liable for? And like, if you have so much debt... You you can't get a home. You can't get a right. home loan. Like well, and then boomers are like, no, you know, millennials can't buy homes, and they're not having children. Why do you think we're being slaughtered out here? Right, <laughs> right. Y'all paid for a private education by working at McDonald's. <laughs> literally, my dad did that. That's literally what happened. Okay, it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Okay, so what are some ways to avoid accruing student debt? Yeah, okay, so some ways to avoid it. Number one, attend an online or hybrid college. A large portion of your student loan may be to pay for student housing on campus. By removing that aspect of your learning plan, you may significantly reduce your loan overall. I remember that when tuition was like due. My housing was like three times tuition. Wow. It was crazy. I don't remember that. Secondly, go to a public university over a private one. According to a 2021 study, getting a four-year degree from a state school costs 73% lower on average than receiving one from a private university. How much was it for you to go to Fullerton a year? Do you remember? My tuition. In-state. In-state per semester, this is not including um, housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like $3,600. <gasps> So, Get out of town. Yeah, so like seven grand for a whole year. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. That yeah. adds up. 73% less. I, I can't remember what USC was, but it was somewhere around like 50,000. 55,000 a year. Is that without housing? Oh, yeah, without housing. 
oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just tuition that's just and then to take they put class. you in the dorms and it's like oh my god <laughs> another thing you can do is start at a community college for your prereqs and then transfer your credits to your school of choice Community colleges are even more affordable than going to a state school and a lot of the time offer the same classes taught by the same teachers. I actually noticed that. Like my professors, a lot of them taught at like all of the private schools around my school and the community colleges. So I'm like, you're paying for the, same for the exact class. same class. You can also test out of classes. So you may be able to test out of certain general ed classes like math or like English 101. And if you do, you'll have fewer classes that you need to pay for. Right. And finally, you can apply for every form of aid that you can. So fill out the FAFSA and apply for as many local and state scholarships and grants as you can. Scholarships can be an absolute game changer when it comes to avoiding student loan debt. Yeah. You know those people that get full rides and you're like, go, you go. Joe. Oh my God. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Joe got a full, full ride. Full ride scholarship to, to USC. No, and to no student loan debt. He has no student loan debt. Isn't that crazy? <gasps> yes. To uh, USC. Yeah. To, which is like a quarter million dollars. Yeah. And he had to pay for it. Wow. That's what you get for hitting the books, kids. <laughs> Hit those books, you guys. Hit those books. But if you do have student loan debt, because let's get real, majority of people people, do. A lot of our listeners listening right now are like, okay, I've already, yeah, guys, I already have the debt. Right, right. So how do we pay it down? (laughs) Okay, so one is you could qualify for a federal student loan forgiveness program. The main loan program in the U.S. is called the Public Loan Forgiveness Program, which offers student loan forgiveness to people who work in public service for at least 10 years. Public service not only includes government jobs, but it also includes many nonprofit jobs, education jobs, and service jobs like law enforcement or public safety. The other two common ways to get federal student loan forgiveness is to be a teacher, Hmm. which has its own teacher loan forgiveness program, which doesn't cover as much as the public loan forgiveness program. Okay. And military service loan forgiveness. I wonder if my mom, my mom got a degree in the military, but like, I don't Probably, know. but I guess they're phasing that one out. Oh. Well, yeah, they're phasing But they have it currently. Okay. Yeah. You can also find state assistance for your student loans. This was so interesting to me. 46 out of 50 states offer at least one program, with some states offering many different programs to cover a wide variety of loan types, employment, and more. For example, Kansas offers student loan forgiveness of up to $15,000 just for living in certain parts of the state. California offers student loan forgiveness for doctors, health professionals, and dentists. See, at least we've got their back. Oh, my God. $500,000? Jesus. Texas offers student loan forgiveness for professors, speech therapists, nurses, doctors, teachers, and lawyers. And get this, Maryland offers loan forgiveness for buying a house in Maryland. That's incentive. Right? If you need to... I wonder where in Kansas you have to live. Right, because it's only certain... Boot Fuke in the middle of population four. And one of those is a um, animal. Another way to pay down your student debt is to find out if your employer offers tuition reimbursement. Some Hmm. companies like Starbucks offer their employees full degree programs as part of their employee benefits. Hmm. I think Target does that too. They're really good about that. 
Even better, some companies are now offering their employees student loan repayment programs where the company is paying off portions of their employee student loan debt. With that. that being said, sometimes this only applies if you are working at the company while actively in school. Okay. And a hot tip... If you start a new job somewhere, when negotiating your salary, ask if there there are ways they can assist you in paying down your student loan. Yeah. Be like, listen, love the salary, but what can we do about all the education that it took me to get here, <laughs> sir? Let's talk about that. Find a repayment plan that matches your ability to pay. So after you graduate, you're automatically enrolled in the standard repayment plan. This is 10 years of even payments, which may not work for all borrowers. The trouble is many graduates don't know that they can change that plan. They just assume that they're stuck with that student loan payment. If you have a federal student loan, there are many repayment plans that could help you make your student loan debt more manageable, which in turn will help you eliminate your debt faster. And less interest you're paying yes. on this. And another way that you can pay down your student debt is to refinance your student loans. You know, you could refinance Much that. like a mortgage. If you have private student loans, the best way to start eliminating this debt is to refinance your private loans at a lower interest rate. This will not only save you money and interest over the time, the life of the loan, but it will also lower your payment up front. And one of the best tricks is to refinance your loans at a lower payment, but continue paying your previous payment amounts. Mm. This could potentially shave years off your loan, saving you hundreds or thousands or hundreds of, of thousands. thousands of dollars. Yeah. That is smart. That is really smart. Get can, out can there, you guys. Can you do guys. that with the house? Refinance for a lower thing, but then keep paying your Yeah, same. you can always pay more than your mortgage payment. And then that would, you would save major coin. Hey, y'all. Smart. Hey, now, hey, now, this is what dreams are made of. This is what dreams are made Well, these really are this not is actually what, not what <laughs> this is of. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Much like my dinosaur chasing horrendous extravaganza. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you learn more about student loans, the different types of loans, and ways to pay down your student debt. <sighs> we did we it. Did we it. did it. And we hope you guys feel more empowered and you're driving your car and you're like, oh, I know more about you're student loans. Like, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to do that. Bada, bada, bing, bada, boom. I'm going to go tell my niece about this. And then tell us about it. Then tell us about it. Yeah. Interact with us. Yeah. So now, should we circle back on the wine we've been drinking? I've actually have been drinking oh, it. You I normally don't drink. I have like a sip, but yeah. I'm like I'm a- you know why? Because it's a hot day, and it's a it's a very refreshing kind of situation. Should we intro our week? hottie? Yeah, why don't you intro her? So our hottie this week is if you are a fan of the show Jane the Virgin, she was the lead, Gina Rodriguez, okay. and we chose her because she didn't pay off her student loans until the day she was nominated for her second Golden Globe. So a Crazy. woman who was a lead on a television show could not pay down her student loans until she was nominated for a Golden a Globe. second time. A second time. Not the first time. I remember in high school, my teacher, like, was crying almost. Oh, like, no. he was, like, teary-eyed. He was, like, 42 or something. And we were like, are you okay? And he was like, I just realized I paid off my student loans. And he was like, it's been, like, 25 years or whatever. Oh, bless him. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot to mention, this is the Garzon Albarino Reserva 2021. 
Okay. One to Miss Gina. Miss Gina. I'd give it a solid eight for me. I, I really liked it. I'll give it an eight. Eight? It's very light. It's very light. Drinkable. I can see why they said like seafood. I could put some ice cubes in this and be by a pool and like be totally happy. You know what? It's blasphemous, but would be really good. Ice cubes and then a little Sprite. You always suggest that. I've it's a really wine cooler. That. Oh. A wine, yeah, a wine cooler, a little wine spritzer. It's, they did it in the 80s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like rich suburban moms would be like, I'm going to have a wine cooler. Oh, yeah, a little Sprite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that for that. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week it's Unpopular Opinion. A crowd fave. A crowd fave. Natalie, do you want to go? Mine is, mine is crazy. No, I, I really I, would actually like something to... might be wrong with me. Oh, no, I would like to know. <laughs> well, I only bring this up because I just had to do it like two days ago, and I realized I think this is not normal. Okay. I kind of like getting my blood drawn. I knew you were going to say that. That is so weird. Wait, why? I literally Did you knew. know I had to get my blood drawn? No. I literally knew you were going to say that. That's the most random thing for when you to know. When you said I had to have this done the other day, I thought she's going to say I like having my blood drawn. That's crazy. I knew. I don't like, like I'm not getting like off on it. Right. But I'm not like, you know. You're like, it, ooh, kind of cool. I'm just like, this is fun. See, for me, I cannot look. I have to look away or I start graying out. Yeah, I asked the lady uh, when I was there, I was like, do people like faint a lot? And she said, oh, yeah, all the time. Like, oh, yeah. All the time. She said it's a lot of young people, like a lot of people in their early 20s, like just drop. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so unbothered by this. Oh, no. You would think I would be because I like you have, have to, to like prick yourself. Yes. You used to. And like I remember the first time I had to do it, I was 14 and – I looked because I had never done it. So yeah. I'm like looking at it and the blood comes out so fast. It's into really the, dark. Mine is really dark. dark. Yes. And it's just like, just yeah. like into the thing. And I was like, oh, I don't like it. And then now literally, even if I think about it too long while they're doing it, I'm like, <laughs> like I have to turn complete. And then I'm like, hey, how many more are there? Because they have to take so many for me too. I did do a lot in my last one. Do you get tired? My, my endocrinologist. What? Oh, do you get tired mm, afterward? No. Oh, I get so tired. Really? Because it takes so much blood. I will say the one part. I'm just. I'm sorry for anyone who's super squeamish about blood. But the one part that you, I don't like is when you hear like when they put the new one on. Oh God, I know. And I'm like, <laughs> my brother has literally fainted from like a drop of blood. I'll never forget. Drew Cole fainted at, in high school when we had the blood drive, and it was a, it was the talk of the day. Everyone's like, "Oh my <gasps> God!" Yes, Drew fan, fainted at school. That happened to my <laughs> friend Tilly Hale. Yeah. We had the blood drive, and everybody cut, we were in English, and they looked over. She was white as yeah. a ghost, completely white. And somebody was like, "Uh, Tilly," and like she just like fell over. Yeah. They should not be having children do Why blood drives. children give blood at school? That's a weird concept. That is weird. <laughs> I mean, every – I think back on just like the things that we were expected to do as like teenagers. I'm like, this is insane. We were children. Yeah, it was weird. It was okay, weird. Okay, well, what's yours? Mine – okay. I think possums are cute. That's like a whole thing right now. It is? Possum culture? Yes. It's huge with Gen Z. You oh are God. Gen Z. I had absolutely no idea. It's huge right now. Possum, possum, like possum. That is not on my for you page. Possum culture. Possums are cute. Possum, possum. It's like a thing. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I'm a possum. What? <laughs> what is what does that mean? What does it mean to be a possum? I don't know. I don't understand Gen Z. I spent a lot of time with my sister just trying to understand what she's talking about. But I know possums are to Gen Z that sloths were to millennials. Oh, okay. I so like there might be like a little a little possum mug at Urban oh, Outfitters right now when there used really? to be like a little sloth one. Mm-hmm. But like you have your finger on the pulse. I guess so. Okay, Jeez. but go further into your thing. Sorry. I just think that they're cute, even though I've had horrible experiences with them. Have you ever seen it? Has everyone <laughs> at you? <laughs> did I ever tell you about when my parents really did me scandalous when I was like four and I told them that there were monsters in my closet? No, and they put a possum in there? No. I kept telling, I would go downstairs and I'd be like, hey, there are monsters in my closet. Can you just come look at them? And they were, they'd come up, they're like, no, there aren't. Like, no, there's nothing here. And then finally, one day, I don't remember who, my dad or my mom, they came up and they're like, oh, okay. Like, they laid in bed with me for like a couple minutes and they heard like, <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit. There was a full family of possums living above. In the air vent. My, yeah, like in the like crawl Ducked. space yeah. above my, yeah. And then one of them was dead. <gasps> yeah. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Nobody believed me. And they're like, <laughs> and then another time. I can just picture you and they're like, there yeah. really are monsters up there. I was like, you guys, they're up there. And they're like, no, they're not. Go to bed. <laughs> My dad says he still feels bad, like to this yeah. day. I mean, it makes sense. You would think you're, yeah. I'm like four. Uh, I'm like, um. <laughs> cool. um. And then another time there was one in my backyard that, I, my dog was barking at, not Zeppelin, barking, barking, barking. And it did the thing where it pretends to be dead. I, I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh, you thought it was dead. I thought it was dead. And oh. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting near that thing. But then it ran away. But I think they're cute. I didn't know Gen Z was a part of this. But hey, if you agree with me, <laughs> cool. <laughs> the, they're, the only, they're the only marsupial in the United States, in all of Northern America. And a marsupial is half what, rat, half have no they're things that put their babies in a pouch like a kangaroo oh, yes yes yes, yeah. yes 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 they're marsupials interesting yeah. unpopular for <laughs> me um and you guys if you liked this episode we have similar episodes one is our mortgages 101 a basic bitch's guide to buying a home a different type of loan but a loan we must know about. about. And if you do have student debt, we have episode 41, which is how to have less shame and guilt about having debt with budget expert Allison Baggerly. So you can go back and listen to that one as well. And if you like this episode, feel free to share it and rate and review. We love reading your reviews. And we will be back next week with another episode. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.